You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Ringer. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Ringer news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for Ringer! Yeah! Ringer! Tuesday! (laughs) Tuesday night, best night of the week. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to our fun podcast here at After Buzz TV. Ooh, what kind of fun music are we playing in the background? Is this the theme song? I think it is. There is no. Oh, this is the Buffy! Is this not the Buffy? No, thing? I think it's just some kind of a uh, oh, that's thing you know on YouTube made. YouTube lied to me, and they, they said uh-huh. this was the uh, the Bringer theme song. I tried to make it fun, fail. You know what? I give you an A for effort, number one. And number two, that is an homage to Sarah Michelle Gellar, and I am never, ever in a position to criticize an homage to Sarah Michelle Gellar. SMG, mm-hmm. such a goddess. She really is. Uh, and she killed it on tonight's episode of Ringer, season one, episode six. The poor kids do it every day. Love the oh, title. Juliet. Love the title. Definitely, probably the strongest line in the whole episode. Yeah. It's the only one I actually wrote down. Right? Oh wait, no, that's not true. I also wrote down when she made a comment about giving money. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Juliet is becoming one of my favorite characters. She's growing she on me. She is one of. I would not even say the sassiest character on the show. I think she's one of the sassiest characters on TV. Yes. There's not many feisty 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds that we see uh, on the airwaves these days. Right. So And usually they're like rotten. Like you don't like them. You're like, what a little like brat. But right. this one, you're like, she's a little bit of brat, but you're, you're kind of cool. That's I a like really her. good like point. You. Yeah, there's a little glimmer of... Likeability in that. Exactly. And you want to fight for her. You're, you're like on her team. You don't... You don't want her to fail because you're angry at her for being an evil demon baby. <laughs> but you actually think that she might have some niceness deep down inside, um, aside from all the turmoil and family drama she has. I believe there's a lot of niceness. Yeah? Mm-hmm. In her. Can you, can you hear? Yeah, can we, uh, could you just... Uh, Hello? There you go. Much there better. There go. Um, all right. Well, nonetheless, welcome, everyone. Welcome, listeners, to AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host tonight on the Ringer After Show. My name is Deidre Behar, and tonight I'm joined by two very beautiful women. Aww. The Blair and Serena of the <laughs> evening. We have one brunette, oh, and we have one sassy blonde, and one sassy brunette. Yeah. We've got Stephanie Chaplock here yeah. again tonight. Jamie. And we've got Siobhan Hughes in the house. How's everyone doing? Great. Great, yeah. I'm excited to be here. Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. Well, you know, we we had kind of mentioned this on last week's show that this episode five last week sold us. Yes. Like we were sort of teetering back and forth. Like, do we like the show? Do we not like the show? Sold. Totally. Yeah. Like Stephanie texted me earlier. She's like, (laughs) is it really nerdy that I've been looking forward to After Buzz um, all day because I'm so obsessed with Ringer? And I was like, no, that's completely normal. (laughs) That's good. I want to know what's happening. Like they just – 
cliffhangers all around. And so I many. Know. Yes. And I mean, we didn't get too many answers tonight. Yeah. Oh, no, we got no. more questions, if anything. Wardrobe change. <laughs> got it. For those of you got who it. don't know what's going on, we're changing Chappie's uh, mic. Can you hear me, though? I can. Wait, can I not? I can. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yes. Got much it. better. Um, apologies to the listeners. We're back on track. Um, so let's talk about the episode. I mean, like Siobhan had just pointed out, there, there are definitely more questions uh, than there are answers after tonight's episode. But um, started things off with a bang. We heard Gemma's <laughs> outgoing voicemail. Oh it's Gemma. Don't be boring. I mean, that really? One, I had to rewind for. I, I had, had to. to. I mean, is that a normal way to? Um, I would not be your friend phone? if that was your answering machine. I'm you sorry. You would still be my friend. Oh, right? you're right. Because you're a nice person. But no, honestly, uh, that was the only Gemma action we had the yeah. whole episode. We don't know if she's missing. We don't know if she's well, dead. That's not true. We what? ended with Siobhan in Paris, CO behind oh. in Paris, and they said the Gemma problem is solved. Right, but we don't know where she is. We don't or know if she, she's alive or dead. Or I assume she's dead. That's what they want us to believe. Yeah, oh. that's probably the easiest so answer. Red herring, so many red herrings. She could have bribed to run right. away. She, Ever, you know. Carita Rizzo, who's a, a reporter, and she, she joins us when she can, uh, she kind of brought up the whole idea of red herrings. And for all the listeners out there who aren't familiar with the term, it's basically these little cues that the screenwriters drop um, in an effort to make us think one thing when – Usually it goes in a different direction. Which, so, of course, they always get me. Always get us. I mean, that's why they're professional writers. Obviously. But um, This show I, should be called Red Herring, not Ringer. It really, it really <laughs> should. Red <laughs> we weren't keeping track tonight, but Karita counted last week's episode. I think she counted seven red wow. herrings. So I definitely, definitely think that um, the, ge- the quote, the Gemma thing was figured out. I think that that's misleading, and we don't know. She could be dead. She I very mean. well could be alive. Um, you never know at this show. You never know. But to go back to the beginning of the episode, uh, Juliet is off to her first day of public school. Oh, and she's <laughs> so happy about it. She's elated about it. Obviously. She wants to wear her badass outfit. She had that real, did you guys notice her silver necklace yeah. with the cool, it was like, um, like a bike chain, like chain links. Oh, it's really no, cool. I missed it. And then her Blair Waldorf little hair clip thing. Yeah. Yeah. The sparkly uh, hair yeah. bow. Yeah. <laughs> you Love know. me some Blair Waldorf. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's why. Um, I want to call her Zoe because that's her name in real life. Juliet um, is like a private prep school Blair mm-hmm. Waldorf type. And it's because they always wear uniforms. So they have to do like something jazzy with the hair. Right. Got to use the accessories mm-hmm. to Obviously. the best of your ability. Um, but, you know, she, Ch- or Stephanie's favorite quote of the evening was, the poor kids do it every day. <laughs> Which is also the, the, the title. title of the episode. Obviously because they knew they had a winner when they said that. Right. C- completely. Obviously. Real charmer with that one. Obviously it's alluding to the, the public school kids get to wear whatever they want Can every day. however they want. You guys both went to public yes. school. Uh-huh. Only I, David. <laughs> only, of David course. Did not. <laughs> and David's the weirdest out of all of us. So. No, but... Like life question. Um, we're all products of middle school or middle school of public school. Um, did you guys value being able to dress the way that you wanted to? Um, I definitely did. Although I think mine was a little strict on like you couldn't wear shorts at a certain length or right. a skirt. Um, but I definitely love the fact that we were able to wear what we wanted to wear. Um, you know, with some guidelines. 
I ended up at school in sweatpants almost all the time. Obviously, <laughs> oh, I've, gotten, I've gotten a little more, like, fashion forward <laughs> as I've gone on in life. But I was so, like, I don't care. I don't want to dress up. Right. But the you back still, here, the better was my motto. But, but to that point, regardless of whether how fashion yeah. forward or lack thereof mm-hmm. you were, you were still allowed to wear what you exactly, wanted. Exactly, and I loved it. I could never, ever imagine getting up in the morning and putting on the same thing every day. It would be so easy, though. Think about it. People say that that's yeah. the perk of it. You don't have to think about hey, it. kids. Buzzy the After Buzz B says, get back on subject. Oh. <laughs> that's new. Whoa. We're taking a life <laughs> moment out of something that happened on the show. Oh Fashion is a I've huge part of this show. <laughs> Fashion is a huge it part is, of this show. It is. So, I mean, wet paint does it, don't they? Like, they do, yes, like, the they fashion, do fashion recaps. The yes, and they tell you where to you be can. Honest, to be honest with you, is me more of me wanting to play that on you guys. Yeah, I, I <laughs> can tell. For, you got for the, such pleasure out of for it. For the listeners out there, Phil has, like, a huge grin on his face, being able to, like, throw a little zinger over here to all of us <laughs> talking about fashion. Be. Not exactly your favorite topic. No, I, yeah, I no. can assume. Uh, nonetheless, I thought, I think Juliet is very, very cute. I thought she looked great, and she's making the most of public school. Yes. Certainly. She's making waves. In the teacher arena. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I know as soon as the teacher popped up on the screen, Siobhan Hughes had a minor heart attack. Just a little bit. Can you tell us who he is and why you like him so much? Oh, um, the, the teacher's name, I can't remember for the life of me, but the actor is Jason Doring, who I had a little crush on um, when I was watching Veronica Mars. Yes. Um, uh, he played Logan Eccles, who was like this sexy, badass, like, I think at the time he could have been a murderer of the girl like the whole season was based on like <laughs> i know i know oh sexy murderer because he's so not yeah, a sexy murderer exactly in this show yeah i know but he was like the bad boy and i like the bad boys mm-hmm. Who doesn't? so um okay. so i'm very curious to see what what his character is gonna do i'm not a huge bad boy person oh uh, well you like ezra from pretty little liars <laughs> sorry this not is not my boy. favorite teacher so no. i just don't yeah, know so, what to tell you so guys Stephanie i was, was not, automatically biased i was against not as him. excited because he's I've seen better teachers. Completely. But I'm really, really excited to see how that storyline plays out because he already sort of made an indirect pass at Juliet by vouching for her Uh um, and lying to the principal that she definitely didn't start the fight. A second chance. I think when you take the teacher oath, you (laughs) vow, okay? I don't know if there's an oath or not, but I assume there is. And you vow to always be objective and you know, assess the situation as you see fit. And but he Tessa's totally little, lied. He, but he even said this is his second year of having Tessa. I don't know if that means she's been held back or what the deal is. Doesn't matter. She seems he a didn't stupid see her do the her, crime. Her yeah. fish braid. <laughs> her beautiful fish braid. That <laughs> was immaculate. <laughs> and she had some really nice, okay, I'm not going to go on fashion, but she had some really nice <laughs> lipstick. Let's be real. She really did. Um, but I did love the dynamic of yeah. Juliet total Blair Waldorf type, yes. completely out of her element, put in pri- put in public school, dealing with, you know, tough girls and populated classes mm-hmm. and rough hallways. Still I thought sassy yeah. as ever and holding her own. Yes. I, yes. I knew she was going to be able to deal with it. I, you, I knew, knew. you called it that she was going to be she's scrappy. She's a scrapper because someone with that much anger is not going to just be like, you oh, I got me? pushed okay. into a... Yeah, no, she turned around. First, I was like, oh, what, is she going to back down? No. She's a really good actress because she had like a little look of terror yeah. at first, and then she just turned straight like mean girl, like when they do the jungle scene. Oh, like, I love that Pounced on yes. Tessa, yes. And, pounce, and I loved it. Loved every minute I of that. I think she won the fight. 
I know it's oh, bad to call did. who wins the fight, mm-hmm. but I'm in high sorry. school, that's what we did. Whoever, <laughs> you know, was on top, they won the fight. No, and girlfriend Tessa's hair was all messed up. That fish braid was not the same after. No, uh-huh. you know, it did not look not nearly same. as regal as it did earlier. <laughs> it went back to the 80s. <laughs> I but, loved it. But I think the bigger picture here, I think we're seeing um, a better side of Juliet coming out. She's made peace with who she thinks is Siobhan. Yes. And for the first time, she really was telling the truth. She didn't start the fight. Yeah. yeah. And you, you, you guys... Um, feel the emotion that I felt I when her dad walked into the principal's office and when she looked at her dad and was like you don't believe me either like I swear I didn't do it and you know it's kind of like boy who cried wolf he's so right. used yeah. to her being the troublemaker I mean it's understandable why he wouldn't believe her mm-hmm. but it was sad because it was the first time she was like really really honest she's trying. She's trying. and like she obviously at the beginning of the episode gave Siobhan all of her drugs she's really trying to clean it and turn it around yes Give so, her so much credit for that. Exactly. So I think I think I'm I'm really glad the teacher stuck up for her, even though you think he has ulterior <laughs> motives. Well, which is everybody really in creepy. The show does. I mean, then again, if we're if we're factoring Pretty Little Liars <laughs> in here, like they do that too. Look, they which had is not enough, okay. <laughs> they had an intense romantic stare at one another when they were having that little chit chat when he saw her all sad and sulking, and you never know. I mean, it could start out slow, but it could yep. get real hot real soon. Real steamy. Okay. Um. Let's go ahead and talk about the whole Gemma gone missing thing. Mm-hmm. So we all thought at the end of last Ooh, week, yeah. Henry did it because he wouldn't let Andrew into the apartment. Yeah. There was blood smeared all over the wall. The vase was broken. We saw the previews. He was cleaning, which he did anyway. So right. it seems very, very suspicious. I I get why you would clean it up because you, I guess you just would want to avoid drama and unnecessary nonsense. But I'm sorry. The first thing I would have done was picked up the phone and called 911. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I guess in Ringerland, things are a little, <laughs> a I little mean, different. Make it simple yeah. for yourself. Right. But um, are you guys suspicious at all of Henry? No. He no. swears he didn't do it. Yeah. I th- I truly think that he believes Siobhan did it and he still her. loves her and wants her. So I think that if he feels that if he can protect her and like maybe almost have this secret over her, he can like get her back. Is I, there any way Siobhan did it? Siobhan in Paris? No, sorry. Well, or Bridget. Brit. Bridget. Is there any way? I don't think so. No. Because then she would have no, she would have had no need to put her fingerprints on it. Oh, right, right. Take the blame. After. Okay, and so we think Siobhan in Paris hired maybe a hitman. Yeah, because who would have called and been like, your sister did it. It's all taken care of. Or whatever's taken care right, of. Right, that mysterious caller think, at the end. I don't think it was Bridget. But I mean, she set herself up. I'm confused as to why she set herself up still. Right. So wait, let's let's recap that really quickly. So Henry tells Bridget, well, who he, Briv, he tells Briv <laughs> that he, he doesn't know what to do. So he cleaned up the mess, threw everything away in the a random dumpster and drove her car to extended parking at JFK Airport. So people wouldn't suspect. Completely. And so, just a little hole in that theory of his, <laughs> if he was doing that post 9-11, there would have been cameras everywhere to see when he entered the parking garage and how he exited. So continue. Yeah. Really, really <laughs> good. No, really good point. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even up. think of that. They would have known who dropped yeah. the car off. They would exactly. have seen him exit the car. Okay. Um, so Bridget takes it upon herself to go to the dumpster to dig everything up. And she's analyzing the pieces of the vase. And she has like an emotional moment, decides to take the glove off. Mm-hmm. Very OJ. And <laughs> touches with her fingerprints, touches the vase piece. Yeah. In an effort to what we think frame herself. 
I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, but why would you frame Bridget? Frame herself. Right, because it's her maybe, fingerprints. Maybe because she thinks that that's why, like, like that'll everyone will think that Bridget's on the run and stop looking for her there and questioning her friends. Okay. I truthfully don't know. I don't understand yeah. so many questions I have. This is the most complicated show on it TV. It really is. I'm not, literally. Easily. We need to get a flow chart of everything that's going we, on in the Afterbus studio somewhere. Literally, we need the whiteboard <laughs> in here so we can each draw out our own theories. Extra whiteboard just for Ringer because there's so much going on that I cannot even figure out. Seriously. And it would be a lot more enjoyable for me to know that there were like clues put in there by the writers, by very smart writers like Lost or something. Um, so that we could actually play detective, but it, right now it feels like it's completely impossible. Like it's like they're, they've completely closed the veil to us. We just have to wait a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. or maybe seven, to figure out <laughs> yeah. an answer to a question. So oh, I just I don't even know what to make of these things anymore. What one complaint that I do have? I wish there was more romance in this show. Yeah, it's a lot of focus on detectives and FBI and yeah. agents and this and and it's getting a little CSI on me where I I'd like a little more Henry well, they, Siobhan action. Yeah. They did say, oh, you want Henry Siobhan? They did say that yeah. Andrew and Briv, Bridget as Siobhan, were yes. gonna like rebuild their relationship, and that's why you haven't seen them kiss like when we were looking right. at that last week. So I think there will be, and maybe Juliet will spice start to have a little something. Yeah. yeah, because I think especially they need to consider their demographic, and the eighteen to like thirty-six-year-old mm-hmm. female who tunes in probably loyally every week, like we do. Right. Obviously, we like the drama and the mystery stuff. Like on Pretty Little Liars, the same way. I like the drama and the mystery, but Pretty Little but Liars also gives romance. me a lot, a of, lot romance. of romance. Right. There's also four girl characters that they go off of, whereas they're focused on. Siobhan and she's right. trying to clean up all of this mess right now so I think once she kind of like tidies it up a little bit yes but there she are so many men in her life <laughs> uh we'll get to that in news and gossip Sarah Michelle Geller was on Conan this week uh. and she actually um had that question asked to her by Conan he was like how, how do you deal with dealing with so many men you play two women and you got a lot of men in your tangled messed oh, up web um is there anything else that we want to talk about? I mean, we sort of went through the whole episode. There was a little bit of some stripper scenes in there. Uh, but I, It's nothing. always followed by a heroin scene, though. Stripper always. scene, heroin scene. Well, that's where it's the back Malcolm. of the strip club. Yeah. That's where the... But I don't know why they always have to open it up with a with the like glimpse of like just to, I guess to establish location. I, I don't know. I suppose yeah. it's the weirdest strip club I've ever seen. It is. I've never. Well, I've only been to one strip club, and I don't want to talk about it. It was a <laughs> horrific, <laughs> horrific experience. But um. The, the strip club I went to, certainly the girls weren't dressed yes. like they were on this show. There were no poles. There were only cages. Just cages. Just it cages, was like a go-go yeah. dancing it club was. more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the guys didn't seem very like that they were enjoying themselves. They're just kind of sitting there like extra like, okay, guys, ogle the women. Right? And <laughs> well, action. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mach- Machado was in this episode, mm-hmm. when he and he wasn't last week. Um, he's definitely on to Elegant Briv. He gave her that, that suspicious yeah. phone call. Did you guys think anything of that? I'm so sorry. About <gasps> she, well, she thought something of it. You could see it on her face. Right. I mean, she I, does she already know that he knows? I don't think anyone knows what anyone else knows, which I mean, is yeah. what confuses me She doesn't me look most. at a date book or anything. She never knows what's going on. She's right. She just lives in La La either. Land. Yeah. She lives in Briv Land. <laughs> right. Where everything is just happy and wonderful. Do we think that the new sponsor is... Not all like he's him. cracked up to no. be. I don't like him at all. 
something not good about him. I like him. He has a little beard scruff, but I don't know <laughs> what's going on. I just don't know. He reminds me of a wolf. Oh. Well, Siobhan, <laughs> I'm just saying what? Siobhan, not nice. You're you're an actress, Siobhan. Yeah. Um, I think it's a testament to that uh, the sponsor as an actor, mm-hmm. his like credentials as an actor, because he gave you and me that same like creepy don't trust me vibe. Right. Because he it was, plays it off well. Yeah, he's just like well, because you look at him, he's a very attractive guy. Mm-hmm. So there he goes. He's an attractive uh, wolf. Yeah, you. he's an attractive wolf. I mean, I met it, I met it in like the like True Blood wolf way. Like, yes, hot wolf. Yes, okay. oh, that's okay. what oh, I meant. I'll take okay, that. Yes. I'll take that. Um, so f- from the exterior, you're gonna want to trust him because he's a good looking guy. So immediately when I meet a good looking guy, I'm like, I have a little barrier up just because I'm like you're used to having all your way, right? And he's so like charming and like. I don't know. He's just overly friendly to a person, to a woman that he's never met. I know he is a sponsor, so that is kind of his job. But I think he's really being pushy about being her sponsor. He is. I do. I yeah. do. I am very questionable about him, but I also think he's very attractive, so I don't. <laughs> and you have your priorities straight. So. <laughs> Obviously. No, I want I more of him on the show. I don't so know really... much about um, the alcoholic drug um, sponsor relationship, but correct me if I'm wrong, if you know anything about this, Phil. Oh. Do you have no no no? I, mean, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant if you have if you know any information, like is it is it usually a random person or is it someone you? I thought it's it somebody it's a, you have like a little bit of I a thought relationship. You, like build a bond with someone, but I don't. I but she's saying like I have a sponsor. So why is he so pushy? No, because he knows he's like. Well, where is where's your sponsor when you had that craving, or where's your sponsor now? Or his he obviously noticed her sponsor, her previous sponsor is very absentee. But he still shouldn't be that pushy though. Sponsors yeah. are not supposed to be that. It's uh, supposed to be like, uh, I'm here for uh, lean on me. It's uh, not supposed to be like be better, aggressive. don't do drugs. Yeah, it's very aggressive. Yeah, I do think there's definitely something up. He's a little too nice. He's a little too pushy. He's a little too everything. Do you think he wants to hook up with her? I mean, at this point on the show, who doesn't? Right. So, yeah, that's my guess. But, no, thankfully, he disposed of those drugs, so no uh, relapsing for, for and, Briv. And she said she wants him to be her sponsor, so I guess more of Can't Charlie. Can't say a blamer. Can't say a blamer. He's attractive, and she hasn't heard from Malcolm in 12 episodes, Which, it feels like. by the way, I'm really tired of Malcolm's, like, getting tortured. I'm I know. It. I bet but, you that actor is tired of it, too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly being sprayed so he looks all sweaty and yeah. heroined out. He's like, please give me some lines. Yeah, he's like, I want to act right now. No, I want a character development. That's why I finally said, I'll tell you everything you want to know. <laughs> no. He had a line. He's like, yes. Just one my line. Scene, that's my it. scene is here. Um, on that note, let's go ahead and take a really quick commercial break. We'll be right back with your ringer news and gossip. The biggest new media platform on the web just got bigger. More bandwidth, smoother streaming, lightning, fast download. And get technical with me. After Buzz TV is making the jump to hyperspace. Join the fun at your number one source for after-show entertainment. Look at the size of that thing. After Buzz TV. After Buzz TV News. All right, guys. So this week's news and gossip is read by me, Mr. Most, Phil Spitek, the most idiotic person you guys could have picked to read the news and gossip. Aww. If we're gonna hear information about Sarah Michelle Gellar, there is nobody I'd rather hear it from than you. All right. Well, CW has picked up all three of its new drama series, uh, and that includes Ringer. Um, I should have done this in reverse order, but uh, Heart of Dixie and The Secret Circle. 
uh, for the rest of the seasons. Uh, quote, we believe in the creative strength of these dramas and by giving them back nine orders, we can give our audience the chance to enjoy complete seasons of all three of them, CW President Mark Pedowitz said in the network's announcements. On Tuesday, Ringer, which was developed at CBS but migrated to CW during development for the season, when CBS execs woke up and said, oh, yeah, we don't do heavily serialized dramas, averaged 1.7 million viewers, which was slightly better than the week previous. Again, this is read by a fourth grader. <laughs> I mean, I think you have great reading comprehension and great <laughs> skill, but when you talk about SMG, you have a little bit of enthusiasm. A little more pep. Yes. Especially because she's a goddess. Yeah. We're talking about her scene <laughs> in um, uh, Cruel Intentions. Yes, great movie. I could go on all about that all day. Oh. You should have an Oprah voice. Okay. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, is that too loud? I can, <laughs> I can do this for you guys. Okay. Then okay. No? All right. Well, Take us to piece of news and gossip number two. Appearing on Conan, the beautiful SMG chatted about her life and even told a cute story about our favorite top, Little Charlotte <laughs> Prince. Oh, Char. what is it? What's coming my way? Well, while grocery shopping together, baby Charlotte said to SMG, Mommy's pretty. SMG was so flattered by the compliment she was wearing, as she was wearing a simple pair of sweats and no makeup and thought how lovely it was that her daughter found her to be attracted even when she's not completely made up. Shortly thereafter, SMG realized Charlotte wasn't referring to SMG all natural, but rather the cover of Health Magazine that she spotted in the checkout line. <laughs> Good That's one, Char. Cute. Good one, Charlotte. Uh, what is that phrase? Out of the mouth of children is the truth. They speak the truth. They think she thinks that SMG is hotter on the cover of Women's Health than you know with no makeup and sweats. I really can't say I blame Charlotte. I can't. Baby I, Char. Doesn't, doesn't everybody look hotter when they're airbrushed on the cover of a magazine True. than when they're just running no, errands? No, I obviously look so much better when I'm wearing sweats and no makeup than I do fully done well, up. The paparazzi are very generous to you. They always catch you in flattering light. Obviously. We've all seen <laughs> TMZ, haven't we? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Miley. Your bog pictures were very flattering. <laughs> For the viewers out there, um, find Stephanie on Twitter at the little chap. She looks identical to Miley Cyrus. It's a daily battle she has She's to deal with. It's always so hard. The paparazzi are always hounding me. And always. I'm just like, no, I'm not Miley. Yeah. I'm Hannah. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. Common Come on, mistake. There's <laughs> blonde. I'm Hannah. <laughs> Phil's going to play the off topic buzzer. Go ahead and, and take us to our last piece of news and gossip. All right. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, so, on newsstands now, our favorite teenage bad gal, Juliet Martin, played by Leah Thompson's daughter, Zoe Douche. Deutsch. Deutsch. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Should one of us be reading the news? <laughs> You're my favorite person right now. So. I'm officially I, uh, calling favorite you Zoe person. Douche. <laughs> Zoe Deutsch. Spill some fashion secrets and fun tidbits in a feature inside Teen Vogue magazine. Zoe looks effortless with shiny, tussled hair, a charcoal sweatshirt and daisy printed shorts making this California girl quite distinct from her naughty NYC TV character. And I bet if I was a child, that would have been cute. <laughs> but no. Dying. Um, no, I, I saw the picture online. She has a really cute feature in Teen Vogue. And she just seems like a really nice, normal girl despite growing up in a home where her mom is a big actress. And I don't know what Leah Thompson's husband does or... He's in the entertainment industry of any facet, but she's a fantastic actress. Mm. 
She seems like a nice girl. So go pick it up on newsstands now. And you know what? She uh, she's a very uh, Leah Thompson. We met her at uh, the Emmy Style Lounge. I interviewed her. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. check it out. Yep. Um, online on YouTube or uh, uh, also on Ustream. And uh, she actually came out for to see our movie Serial Buddies. Did very, she? Very nice lady. Aww. Oh, very cool. Well, because she, I believe, had a movie also playing in yes, this was, the uh, Boston Film Festival. Yes, so that's where she was at. And uh, But, you know, most people, you know, uh, they don't necessarily come out to support. Necessarily, you know what I mean? Especially if you're a celebrity, you're kind of busy. So it was very nice to see her there. Totally. So. Um, you have to read the last news and gossip bit about SMG being on Conan talking about Chris Palaha. Oh, <laughs> you guys are going to love this. Listen, Ugh, DJ's new beautiful. angel face. All right, let's start with the uh, lastly. Yes. All right, lastly, SMG revealed that her hubby, Freddie Prince Jr., thinks Ringer is a show about a lesbian couple, Bridget and... Sio Bahan. Sio Bahan. <laughs> when Conan asked if uh, P... FPJ, jeez, oh my god. Freddie, so Prince, Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Geller's o- husband. Is okay with SMG always kissing so many different men on the show? SMG sarcastically said, well, I don't think he'd enjoy watching it. I wasn't going to tell him on our ninth wedding anniversary that I spent the day in bed with Chris Paloha. 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 Oh my god. Hottest I, man ever. He's very beautiful. Yes. See, I'm just... Uh, subconsciously jealous. Yeah. Um, anyway, the quote continues. I just don't think that's good dinner conversation. Yeah, and she's something. right. Shocking. I think that it's very, very respectful on her part. Right. I always wonder how um, Judd Apatow puts his wife, Leslie Mann, in a yeah. lot of movies that he directs and she acts in. And she's like getting it on with either Paul Rudd or Adam I was Sandler gonna, or someone. I was going to say, if my wife was kissing Paul Rudd, I'd be a little jelly bean. Well... Paul Rudd is a 10. Okay. okay, I also get that I look like Alicia Silverstone. Somebody actually asked me if I was her, and I've been asked, how is it like to kiss a young Paul Rudd? <laughs> great. I, I would assume that Absolutely that experience great. was a 10. Great. Um, I have a question, though. If, yeah. if you guys were married and your husbands... Our systems detect that a host has wandered off the subject. Please return at once. <laughs> I'm going, all I'm these, going. All these new sound effects are I don't know how I so feel char- about They're so charming. Please continue effects. with your question, Siobhan. Sure, thank you, Deidre. You're welcome. So, <laughs> all right. Um, if you guys had husbands who were uh, working as actors yeah. in a popular TV show or a film, and they had a steamy love scene, would you want to know about it? Would you ever look at it? Yes. Yes. You it would? is your job, especially because I think... Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. are in a special situation because they both do the same thing for a living. It's not like, you know, he has a day job and he doesn't get the way the industry works. No, he does on-screen kisses too, okay? Just because he's not on a TV show right Mm -hmm. now doesn't mean he doesn't get it. So... I mean, I would want definitely want to see it. They, a good actor, I think, takes themselves out of the situation. He's not Freddie Prinze Jr. Right. and she's not Sarah Michelle Gellar kissing Chris Palaha. She's doing a job. Right. I'll, I, I, I believe Karita Rizzo told me Chris Palaha has kids and a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Eoan Griffith mm-hmm. has uh, kids and a and a wife. And you know, it's your job. Right. This is how you make money. And if it means you have to kiss people on camera, it's just that. It's right. No feelings. So you would be jealous. Nothing. I, it wouldn't be something I'd watch on TiVo repeatedly. Right. <laughs> oh, honey, your tongue's in her mouth now. Okay. <laughs> no, but I'd want to see, like, I, of course, would support my husband and want to see what he's up to. I would have to be on set that day. Because yeah. there's going to be no Brad and Angelina <laughs> stuff going on because it's been known to happen. That is so sad. Yeah. It does happen, but hopefully that's more the exception than the rule. Yeah. 
I think so. Cheyenne, so. Megan Fox, there's just uh, so many. The list, here we go. Just goes on and on. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I'd feel about it. Um, let's get into our predictions. Oh, God, that's so hard with this show. Uh, yeah, I don't I even know. know. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> the biggest question, what happened to Gemma? I think she's dead. Yeah. You I think that they to. could write her off? I just don't know. Like, okay, if if Siobhan's henchman had like said, Siobhan, henchman, yeah, it's henchman. A great word. <laughs> <laughs> she wants you gone. Um, here's some money. Run away. We don't want to see your face. Why would they be blood on the wall? Why would they be Voss broken? Um, and she doesn't need the money. Yeah, what exactly. What we've learned is that all the money comes from her side of the family. I don't know. I well, they did say that they're not exactly sure what they've done to Gemma. So. Maybe it's not like they yeah. definitely killed her, obviously. But if someone killed her, why wouldn't they just leave the body? Wait, why would they take the body but leave the blood in the, the vase? They obviously wanted him to know. Huh? They left oh. a souvenir behind. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, they probably did it well. They probably wanted somebody to be framed for it. I Really, with this show, like I don't even know. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even want to begin to start guessing because, because most um, of my guesses are inaccurate, completely so far shot off. in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's honestly amazing how creative these this team of writers is because they just keep throwing us through loop after yeah. loop after loop and things that I don't see coming just happen and um and I'm loving every minute of right. it. Right. Exactly. So, um unfortunately, we won't be here next Tuesday because the next episode That's of Ringer right. does not air till Tuesday, November 1st. So hopefully I'm we'll not have happy some, about that. Hopefully we'll have some fun Halloween stories to share from the night prior. Okay. And um, hopefully some of us will be going as uh, Siobhan or Bridget for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, I already worked my Siobhan bun, so I really think that I can make it to Middle part. If I had to do some like method acting to get into character, I would be fine making out with Chris Palaha. Oh. So I'm just putting that out there. You'd be a great Juliet, by the way. Oh my god, I would love to be a feisty 15-year-old. Yes. It'd be so fun. Um, <laughs> any any last thoughts, comments on tonight's episode? Yeah. I'm excited yeah. for... Tuesday, November 1st. <laughs> okay, so, so that's away. that's two weeks from today. I'm so excited. Hopefully we'll hear more about what's going on in the weird ringer land. Um, on behalf of Stephanie Chapluck and Siobhan Hughes and myself, Deidre Behar, have a wonderful night, and we will talk to you on November 1st. Do you guys want to plug in anything, Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, find Here's us on chance. Twitter because yeah, we're really friendly. Yeah. You've already plugged my Twitter today. Thank you I very did. much. Here's I appreciate that. At Siobhan underscore Hughes. Spell it. C-H-E-V-O-N-N-E underscore H-U-G-H-E-S. And I'm at, her name is Deidre, D-E-I-D-R-E. Please tweet me. I'm very friendly and I'm very responsive. And I always have my phone in my hand. So this is there's true. a high Boy, probability that I will respond <laughs> And she to now you. has the iPhone, so she's not putting that Welcome down. Welcome to the call soon. Time soon. Yes. Thank you, Phil, Sle- uh, Phil Svitek. No problem. <laughs> From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.